Hello and welcome to the 75th episode of Crosby's Nine. It's Drew here, and it's Crosby's Nine where we look at English from all angles. Expressions, pronunciation, spelling, grammar, listening, speaking. How can you improve your speaking? Yeah, how can you improve your speaking with these podcasts? Imitate me. Simply imitate me. Are you in your car right now? I'll bet you are. I'll bet you're in your car. Start imitating me because you will pronounce better and you will gain fluency. So let's get to work. Work, 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 work. Get to work. I hope your boss doesn't say that to you. Hey, get to work. Okay, okay, I will get to work. Let's get to work with our English. Work. How do you pronounce work in the past? In the past tense? Worked. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. Those crazy verbs that end in a sound where we don't use our voice. There's no voice. We don't use our voice to pronounce k, k, k. We don't use our voice to pronounce sh, sh, sh. So, for example, the verb to push in the past is pushed. In other words, if we don't use our voice to pronounce the last sound in the infinitive, it sounds like a T in the past, like worked or touched, to touch, touched, or push, pushed. Okay, well, let's get to work. Let's work. Do you remember that song? Do you remember that song by Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger had a song in 1987 called Let's Work. Actually, it's not his best work. Speaking of work, it's not Mick Jagger's best work, but the title of the song is called Let's Work, and he came out with this song in 1987. And actually, it's, it's a good song in terms of lyrics, but it's one of those 1980s songs with a lot of synthesizer, and it just, for me, isn't a good song. But the lyrics are really good. He says, let's work, be proud, Stand tall, touch the clouds, man and woman, be free, let's work, kill poverty. Really cool. From 1987, let's work. Hey, do you work your fingers to the bone? Do you work your fingers to the bone? I have worked my fingers to the bone for you kids. This is something a parent might say. Talk about a guilt trip. I have worked my fingers to the bone to give you guys everything you have. Really? You have worked your fingers to the bone? So, yes, in English we have this expression, to work your fingers. <laughs> it's a funny expression. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because it's just a silly expression. But we use it a lot. To work your fingers to the bone. <laughs> Think about this. Okay, so the expression to work your fingers to the bone means to work very hard. You are working so hard that the skin on your fingers wears away. There's a great phrasal verb for you. To wear away means to slowly disappear, to slowly disintegrate. So I have worked my fingers to the bone. Well, that's a good expression anyway. How about the one, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy? Yeah, well, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Here's an example. Let's say you are at the office 
and it's 6.30 p.m. and your colleagues are leaving, it's Friday night, and they ask you to go with them to have a drink. Come on, it's Friday night. No, I'm sorry, I need to continue working. I'm very busy. Oh, come on, Drew, it's Friday night. Let's have some fun. No, I really can't. I'm sorry, I'm very busy. Come on, Drew, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Can you repeat, please, listeners? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Do you understand every word of that expression? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Dull, 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 dull. The word that you might not understand there is dull. How do you spell dull? D-U-L-L. If somebody is dull, they are boring. They are uninteresting. They are bland. They're not exciting. So if you say to someone, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, that means that we need free time. You need some free time because if you don't get any free time, you become bored and you become boring. Now, a lot of times you can substitute the person's name in the expression, of course. They would say, hey, Drew, come on. All work and no play makes Drew a dull boy. The original proverb is Jack. The word is Jack. The name is Jack. So this is a kind of a cool expression. And it means that, look, if you don't take advantage of your free time, if you don't get some free time, you become bored and you become boring. What's the difference between bored and boring? Bored is that person who feels the effect of boredom. If I am bored, I am feeling the effect of boredom. Remember, the noun here is boredom, B-O-R-E-D-O-M. So if I am bored, I am feeling the effects of boredom. Boring is also the adjective, but the adjective here is the thing or the person that causes the feeling of boredom. That movie is boring. It's causing me boredom. And the fact that that movie is boring makes me bored. Okay, anyway, dull. I like that word dull, going back to that expression. By the way, what else does dull mean? Can you repeat, please? What else does dull mean? It means, well, it's the opposite of not being sharp. If I have a knife in my hand and this knife doesn't cut, I'm trying to cut something. I'm trying to slice a tomato. Well, why doesn't this knife slice the tomato? Because the knife is dull. It's not sharp. So the word dull, D-U-L-L, is also an adjective which means not sharp. Now, let me ask you a question, listeners. If the knife is dull, what do you have to do to the knife to make it sharp? What do you have to do? What's the verb? Sharpen. Good. So if the knife is dull, you have to sharpen it. Now, talking about dull, if you're talking about something that's dull, an event can be dull. A movie can be dull. It's boring. It's not exciting. What about food, for example? Can food be dull? No. Food can be bland, but not dull. Remember the difference between dull and bland. Let's say you're eating some scrambled eggs. Would you like some scrambled eggs? Sure. Here you go. Hmm. Let me see here. You know, these scrambled eggs don't have any flavor. They're very bland. So if food lacks flavor, so if food lacks flavor, in other words, if food doesn't have any flavor, the food is bland. 
What do we need to do to food that is bland? Repeat, please. What do we need to do to food that is bland? We need to season it. We need to season it. You know the word season, right? Winter, spring, summer, fall. Those are seasons. But the verb is to season. And that means to add seasoning to something. Yeah, seasoning. Seasoning. Seasonings are salt or pepper or oregano or cinnamon or paprika. And we need to season food with seasonings so that the food isn't bland, so that it has more flavor. Anyway, that's all the time we have for the 75th episode of Crosby's Nine. Please go back and listen to this podcast. Please repeat what I say and try to incorporate the new vocabulary and expressions and phrasal verbs into your everyday English. That's all for now. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye.